Hey everybody, welcome back to another version of Flock and Gather. It is Alan Share. You know I run the association. We have 90,000 members around the world, but actually one that really matters at this very minute. It is my very, very dear friend, Lisa Starr. Welcome back, Lisa Starr. Thank you for having me, Alan. Happy to be here. Okay, I think people know by now, but if they don't, you are a frequent collaborator with uh, MindBody Software. We love our MindBody slash Booker uh, friends. It's such an amazing organization, and I'm I'm glad that you do a lot of work with them. I It's the go-to software. I don't know why anyone even looks around for anything else, but we love MindBody. We do. Um, you, you are also the principal at Win Business and have been for many years. So tell our listeners very quick again what Win Business does. Uh, I provide consulting and education for owners and managers to make their spa locations and wellness centers more profitable and efficient. And you do, and you have a list of hundreds of those from over the years that I know of who have said, we love Lisa Starr. In fact, we should get the sticker made with the big heart on it that says, we love Lisa. Wouldn't that be perfect? That would be a little silly, but thank you. Okay. So Mind Body, every year they do an amazing uh, wellness index where they survey the general population. It's thousands, right? 15,000 or 20,000 people. 16,000 people. 16,000. And they get results back. Um, The previous two podcasts we did talked about from the inside out and intellectual wellness. So right now we're going to talk about um, the third uh, trend in the index that came back. And that's why mental wellness is such a top priority. I have a lot of reasons, but I want you to pick it up for a minute and just talk about mental wellness and it being a top priority for people. Well, Alan, I found it really interesting that it was ranked the most important dimension of wellness by uh, the greatest number of people. Uh, so they realize now that their mental health is so precious and so affects the other aspects of health and wellness. If our Uh, mental health isn't good, then we don't have a positive outlook, then we don't care how we look, we don't exercise, we don't eat right, you know, so it does seem that not having your full mental happiness index uh, with you does negatively affect the other aspects. But we've always known that as professionals, it's really great to see that the people we surveyed agreed, you know, and they, they listed that. Additionally, uh, almost half of them, 49%, said that the pandemic has negatively affected their well-being, women more than men, probably because we're warriors and we've had more family care than men. But it certainly is a front and center topic at the moment. Um, I'm going to correct one thing you said. I don't think it's, it's because women are affected different. I just think women are much smarter than men. So you guys worry a lot more. Uh, than we do, right? We just want the remote sometimes to the TV. That's all. Well, we Um, have different escapes. Let's put it that way. (laughs) Yes, we do. Okay. So, you know, the word, my entire life, people have used the word metaphysical to to talk about time, mental, your mental state of being with your physical uh, state of being. And I think this bodes, it's so true what the wellness index brought out because being feeling physically good is one thing, but if you don't feel mentally good, then physically you don't feel good. So it's kind of a one-way street in my world. Mm-hmm. You really need to feel mentally aware and well to feel physically well. What do you think? 
I, I totally agree. I think that the mind comes first because there, within that mental fortitude is what makes you want to do the other things that take care of yourself. And I think that's what ha happened in the pandemic is that Americans became more aware of the effect of stress on their lives. Maybe for some of us, because some of it went away almost in a weird way. Of course, COVID has been a terrible thing for humanity, but it also caused us to stop some habits that were probably not good for us. And we were forced to stay home and be with our families and kind of look at life differently. And I think as a result, consumers are very interested in maintaining low stress. Um, in our survey, 43% said they were focused on their health and well-being because of that, because they want to reduce stress. And it's the younger consumer that's feeling it. You know, the, the millennials have a much more feeling of stress than the boomers do. I don't know if it's boomers because we've been around longer and we're more used to it, but you know, millennials and the, and the younger Gen Zs um, were definitely reported higher negative impacts. Yeah. And why is this important for spas and salons? Because we have to be focused on helping them feel better and addressing that mental aspect as well. And sure, having a haircut and a facial makes you feel better, but is it restful? You know, this is the part of the visit we talk about the service delivery cycle in spas and salons from the phone call to the check-in to check-out. So we have to pay special attention to all the parts of the visit to make sure that it's not just the part where they're with the technician, but their entire interaction with our businesses is one that makes them feel comfortable and relaxed. Yeah, boy, you said a mouthful there. I, I think there was a lot of conversation over the last couple of years ago, a, a couple of years about people staying home and eating Cheetos and watching Netflix. And I, my apologies to both brands, but you understand what I'm saying, right? I mean, mm -hmm. people, but I have to tell you, I don't know a lot of those people in our industry. I, I talked to people who were doing more exercising. They were spending more time, uh, quote unquote, walking the dog with their significant other. I mean, they were doing a lot of it. I talked to someone last night who said they read more books in the last two years than in the last 20 years. Mm, that's so, yeah. So I think, and I'm tactile. I don't read on a Kindle or anything. I still like a physical book. Agreed. So uh, that always um, uh, appealed to me. Um, I have a friend who started learning a new language. I mean, so there is, there's been, I think, a lot of good things that have come out of why uh, mental wellness is has become so strong over the last few years. One more thing I'd like to add to that. I think we talked about this before, but we know that I think the largest claim right now in insurance companies is stress. Mm. People being stressed out, can't work, can't feed themselves, have are falling apart, and it all starts right here on the top of your head. It's mental wellness, and that's why it's so critical for people to stay on top of their own mental wellness. What's well, right? indeed. I mean, in the survey, <clears throat> excuse me, 61% of the women surveyed said they feel more confident when they get regular beauty treatments, and so that's what I was saying earlier about let's make sure that we're delivering a great experience the entire cycle through the visit. Why? Because we're aware now of the effect of the stress on ourselves and our lives and the lives of the people around us. And there, we're aware that there are more ways to fix it, right? 
having self-care at a salon or spa is one excellent way. There are apps now, there's telemedicine, there are just many more options to address mental wellness than there used to be. And it's not so taboo of a subject. So whether it's picking up a coloring book or taking walks or going to your spa and enjoying a facial or a massage, we have knitting. to do our part to make sure, yeah, knitting, to, to just to make sure that we're really delivering people the mental wellness benefit that they're looking for, um, in addition to beauty benefits. I want to add one more um, thing as it relates to this subject as well, which is that when people go to a wellness facility, which is what we call every salon, spa, medical spa, resort destination, esthetician, wherever you're going, it's now you know, in, in our, under this umbrella of wellness, I think it's really critical that it starts at home. And by home, I mean the wellness facility, because if your staff isn't mentally attuned, if they're surly, if they're not nice to clients coming in, then we're not transferring the right kind of mental wellness to people who want to come in for treatments as well. I mean, I've talked to you about this before, the place I go down the street here, Mets by 10, their staff, Lisa, on a scale of one to 10, they're trained at a 15. They are so welcoming and warm and great. They could be having a crappy day and I would never, ever know it because I feel warm, cocoon. I feel very cocoonish when I go to their facility. Well, Alan, that's a great example of what we have to give to our guests is that feeling of welcome and cocooning. Again, it, it's beyond the time of the service that they spend with the service provider. It's the entire visit has to make them feel good. Do we have environments that are sensory appealing? Do they smell good? Is there nice music? Is there a nice cup of tea? That goes as far to helping stress reduction as it does sometimes to have the actual treatment. <laughs> Especially after I have to spend a few minutes negotiating the absolutely insane drivers in the parking lot out front. Right. just to get into the front door. But right. you know, I'm very good at shedding that off my shoulders when I walk in. It's it's like a transition, right? Well, that's so. a habit that you develop in time, but we, you know, whether our consumer has that habit or not, we have to do our job to provide that great environment that promotes mental stress reduction. That's our job. We're talking today with Lisa Starr, frequent contributor to um, Mind Body Software and Booker Software. I love Booker too, because my friend Dan Chandre still is employed there after all these years. Um, she's also the principal at Win Business Consulting. If you have not uh, connected to Lisa or viewed her, what's your website, Lisa, as well? It's winbusiness.com, W-Y-N-N-E business.com. Yeah, you got to go see what Lisa's doing. She's absolutely a, a favorite icon in our in our industry, worth visiting. And Lisa, people are going to ask, okay, I want to see the wellness index. Tell me again, how do they find it or where do they go? Do we remember? The results will be up on the MindBody Online website. You go to mindbodyonline.com. I believe sometime in January, we will have the more complete uh, results. It, again, is a survey of 16,000 Americans of all genders and all diversity. And it, they're not mind body users. They're just average consumers. So there's some really wonderful data that we'll be highlighting in the coming week. Yeah, our, our listeners don't get to hear uh, Mary speak, who's the coordinator behind the scenes here, but she's so good at this, uh, this job. Mind body should be lucky to have her, but that's 
Uh, Mary, there is, if they wanted just to see the uh, summary, is that available right now? Can they go to MindBody online and see it? We're they not can. sure. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, well, anyways, listeners, mindbodyonline.com. Please go there uh, and just wait into January. You'll get the whole study. It's absolutely, if you're in our industry, you need to read this MindBody 2022 Wellness Index. It's really um, important. And Lisa, you and I are coming back in the next podcast, and we're going to talk about sexual wellness and why it's not a taboo anymore. I can't wait. All right, we'll do it. Lisa, thank you again, always, for uh, being with me. And friends, remember, please be kind to one another.